On Tuesday, the Indiana Debate Commission hosted the first gubernatorial debate. With only two weeks before the election, Republican Governor Eric Holcomb, Democrat Woody Myers, and Libertarian Donald Rainwater faced off inside WFYI's television studio without a live audience. The debate revealed the candidates' differing strategies on how to tackle the coronavirus pandemic and how to handle education in Indiana schools. First off, the candidates offered their opening statements. Good evening, fellow Hoosiers. I'm Dr. Woody Myers. I'm a physician and your former Indiana State Health Commissioner. Together with Representative Linda Lawson, I'm prepared to lead our state in a new direction. I'm prepared to do all that we can do to get us through this global pandemic. You know, we are in the midst of a recession as well. In this recession, we have not had the leadership required from our current governor. He hasn't taken the action steps that are needed. We created momentum and job creation and all-time high wages through the Indiana Economic Development Corporation, capital investment. We made sure infant mortality rates were finally going down and adoptions were going up. We made historic investments in our K-12 education space and in our infrastructure space. But Suzanne Crouch and I feel like we're just getting started after four strong years of forward momentum. And I'm excited and anxious to talk about that vision going forward. We have crises in Indiana. We have a health crisis. We have an education crisis. We have an economic crisis. But most of all, we have a crisis of government. We have a government that wants to tell us what to do not give us the information we need to make the choices in our lives. We live in a constitutional republic where we should tell government what we want, not the other way around. The debate moderated by Andy Downs consisted mainly of listener-posed questions. Many of these questions dealt with teacher pay. Downs posed a question from a teacher in Jeffersonville who chooses to work in Kentucky because of the state's superior pay and retirement options. Dr. Myers, Governor Holcomb, and Rainwater addressed the question respectively. First of all, we can listen to the teachers who've told us now for many years that their pay is substandard. We've known for over 15 years that Indiana teacher pay has been well below that of other states, and we haven't done anything close to what's required in order to uh, get us back to where we were. Uh, Indiana, uh, can raise teacher salaries by prioritizing the education in the next budget, and I will do so as your next governor. Uh, it is clear to me that unless we do that, we're going to continue to lose teachers to Kentucky, to Illinois, to Ohio, and from the profession altogether. We can stop wasting money as well on uh, in entities like Indiana Virtual Schools where approximately $70 million was wasted because no one was paying attention to the expenditures. And now there's a criminal investigation underway. We can do so, so much better for our teachers in our state. Indiana rightly prioritizes our public school education. We allocate over 50% of our total revenue, our budget, state budget, to education. Now, that doesn't mean that we're there yet. The good news is, since Suzanne and I were sworn in, we've already increased K-12 funding $1.6 billion. 
We paid off local liabilities to the tune of $150 million so that money could get to teacher paychecks. We worked with school superintendents and principals, and they said they heard us and they would get it to teacher paychecks. They were true to their word, and they did. We also created a teacher pay compensation commission that looks at how are we going to sustainably increase teacher pay so that we get up to a competitive level, meaning up to $60,000 for the average teacher and $40,000 for the average teacher who's just beginning. We need to realize that one of the problems that we have here in Indiana is that we have over-politicized education and we are spending way too much time talking about how big government can provide education and pay teachers. What we really need to do is get our education system decentralized and get control back to the parents, the teachers in the classroom, the local school boards and school districts who are able then to take the money that is allocated for education instead of it being spent on big bureaucracy here at the State House. Downs then asked how the candidates would address the funding of public schools, charter schools, online options, and vouchers. Governor Holcomb said the state rightly prioritizes public schools, but he said teacher pay needs to increase. Our number one priority in the state of Indiana is to make sure that we're adequately and appropriately funding our public school system. We are doing that. We need to do more in terms of teacher pay. Now, we made historic progress, but I'm so excited about continuing to make sure that parents have the option to best determine where their student goes. By the way, charter schools, mostly in the state of Indiana, are public charter schools. That's of special note, meaning that parents get to decide they, after all, are paying the taxes, and we need to make sure that those revenue sources are intact so that we can appropriately fund our school systems. Donald Rainwater offered a different approach altogether. He said the state government should not be involved in education. He argued for more local control of schools. There is no such thing as state money. There is no such thing as public money. That is tax dollars that Hoosiers have been paying that are supposed to go to the education of a child, not this school system or that school system or this type of school, but educating a child. And we need to get back to that. Dr. Myers said the public education system has been mishandled in the last 15 years. He said he would like to see a return in how schools used to be funded. You know, back in, I think it was 2005, 2006, um, we had a funding formula in the state of Indiana that worked, but we changed it. And we changed it to punish the urban schools, the, the schools that were in the big cities, and we've allowed that deficit funding to just increase uh, those differences over the last 15 years to a, a terrible extent. Uh, we clearly have not increased teacher funding. We have not increased educational funding to the degree that's required in our state for a 2020 uh, education program. Another primary topic of the debate was the pandemic. Downs asked Rainwater which is more important, mass public safety or individual rights? You see, the reality is that there is no one-size-fits-all solution to anything, and there is no, um, if you do this, you will be protected, because this is a virus. 
And you can only do what is easiest and best for you to protect yourself. Dr. Myers said masks are simply an issue of public safety. He said the state did not go far enough in issuing a true mask mandate towards the beginning of the pandemic. It's government's job to lead. And if I'm your governor, public safety will always be first. Uh, And yes, we do need a real mask mandate in Indiana, a mask mandate with consequences for the small percentage of Hoosiers who choose not to protect themselves or protect others. It's very similar to what we did years ago when we told people that you couldn't light up a cigarette anywhere you wanted to light it up. You had to go into an area where it wasn't going to hurt other people. It was also similar to the decisions that we made to putting your kids in a car seat. Uh, It's very important to protect their safety and just to protect the safety of others. So a mask mandate is exactly the same. And in a Myers-Lawson administration, a mask mandate will be issued on day one and it will count. Lastly, Governor Holcomb countered Rainwater's individual liberty comment by saying the mask mandate is an issue of public safety. He also defended his own mask order against Dr. Myers. Well, if we all lived alone, you could answer that question independently, but thankfully we don't live alone. We live with one another, and together that's how we'll get through this. Our individual liberty needs to be guarded. When that liberty or those actions start to infringe on someone else, that's where we have to take a look at the public safety. It's just like a seatbelt. It's just like wearing shoes in a restaurant. It's just like uh, fire codes. They're meant for safety procedures. We're, we're in an emergency, a public health emergency. So that we do have a state-mandated mask uh, requirement throughout the state. It's a strong statement that says, this works. And believe you me, we are seeing cases rise, we are seeing deaths rise, and we know how it's spread. Wearing a mask, Physically distancing and out of large crowds, good hygiene will help us slow that spread. There will be another governor's debate at 7 p.m. on October 27th. The debate moderator will be Nadia Brown, an associate professor of political science and African-American studies at Purdue University. Stay tuned next week for our Meet the Candidates series on the WFHB Local News.